pond digging, grading, clearing, everything. This guy is my dude. He's a good old boy. So give him a call now at 478-283-1246. That's C. Martin Construction in South Georgia. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica, with Crooked W Consulting. She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hook me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478-308-0596. You are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house perfectly. Hit up Nobles Networking. Let me tell you guys about the baddest insurance agent around these parts, Miss Jenna Carr. She's an alpha insurance agent. She handles home, auto, life, and business. She's located in Macon, Georgia at 3312 Northside Drive, Suite C-160. Uh, let me tell you about Miss Jenna. Not only is she just the sweetest, cutest damn thing you ever seen, but she takes care of business like a true professional. I love dealing with her. Uh, she's done got me hooked up with life insurance because let's be honest, I'm going to need it. And, uh, every time I've ever dealt with her, a complete pleasure. So y'all do me a favor now, give her a call and go look her up on social media. Jenna Carr, Alpha Insurance Agency, and that phone number in Macon is 478-621-7065. Tell her that you need the same package, home, life, auto, all that good stuff that she hooked me up with. Let me tell you about Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia. I've ran her ad several times now. She's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, Take some time, go out of your way, and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So, please, go check out Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia at 18 Commerce Street, Alamo, Georgia. Phone number there is 912-568-1945. Lori's Dive In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately that's got D-Y-H on it, it stands for Down Yonder Hat Co. Seth Baysmore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've showed them to some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. 
So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram at Down Yonder Hatco. Check them out. They also have a website, downyonderhatco.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on Instagram. And when you do, make sure when you make the post, you say that you heard about the hats and Down Yonder right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, I've done a lot of shows lately about how um, I just hate love. Not really hate love, but I'm sick and tired of people. And this show is just really going to rub it the fuck in today. Um, <laughs> so I would like to introduce to uh, y'all. We've had her on the show before, Miss Leah, and um, her wonderful fiance, Gary. How are y'all doing today? It's gray. It's gray. Gray. Josh, not Gary. Gray. It's what? <laughs> It's gray. Gray. <laughs> yeah, like the color gray. <laughs> I thought it was Gary this whole time. No. Good, good start. Good start. Good start. It's great. Well, start. you know what? You know what? I'll even tell the truth. For the longest time, I thought your name was Matt. Oh. And I don't. And I don't know why. Who's I, Matt? I, I I don't know why. I've I've honestly never been with a Matt, so I'm I, not sure. After we did the first show, me and you, I was talking to somebody. And I was like, I really like her. Like, she's fucking awesome. And I really like her fiance or her boyfriend. Uh, I guess that was your boyfriend at the time, uh, Matt. And they were like, <laughs> who's Matt? But I just want you to know, uh, Gray, that I am horrible with names, obviously. Me, me too. Me too. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, cannot believe I just called you the wrong name. But also, I can't read. So that makes sense. <laughs> You are from Georgia, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm dyslexic and from Georgia, so I'm double fucked. <laughs> what it's are all good. I it's, it, it's really cool seeing y'all together because I've got to hear uh, Leah talk about y'all's distance and everything. And right. that's got to be hard on y'all. So y'all actually waiting to do the show together. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, course. yeah. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. So, so how far apart do y'all live? 748 miles door to door. That's been okay. Uh, well, how often do y'all get to see each other? Like in person, uh, obviously. Oh, once a month. Yeah. Usually once a month, sometimes twice a month if it allows, but um, usually it's once a month. It doesn't seem that hard on y'all, though. Like it, it seems like maybe y'all are used to it or y'all just love each other that much that it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, in the beginning, it, it was awful. Like there would be. There's usually like two to three weeks between seeing each other, which in the beginning felt like two to three years. But now that we've been doing it for almost a year and a half, I'm like, it's getting to the point now where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm flying out tomorrow. Like, holy shit. Like, it's 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 why it's become our routine. And honestly, like we kind of like our time apart because then it makes us miss each other and keeps that like honeymoon phase going. I mean, how many couples after a year and a half are still in like that honeymoon phase, you know, so it kind of works in our favor. I don't think I've even liked somebody a year and a half in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. guess if I only saw them once a month, it'd probably make it work for me. And that, I think that's what really helps us. And that's what we, what we, you know, when people ask about long distance relationships and they ask us advice on long distance relationships or what, you know, is easy about it. I wouldn't necessarily say the distance is easy, but it definitely makes it better. Not being around that person 24 seven. Cause you know, I mean, if you were with somebody every day, all day, and eventually you're going to get tired of them. 
there's going to be points where you're going to be like, no, you just go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> we don't have that because we don't have that opportunity because we only see each other once a month. So that right there helps, you know, like she said, it helps keep that honeymoon phase going. When we do see each other, it's just like it, it, it reignites that flame all over again. So, um, so I, I mean, I enjoy the aspect of long distance. I think the missing you aspect of a relationship is very important anyway. Like ha- mi- remembering what it feels like to miss somebody. I think y'all probably like stay in that phase. We do. We, we do. do. And that, and that's, you know, that's the distance and that's what plays into it is, is, uh, is the fact that we're, we can't see each other whenever we want to, you know, if, if she's having a bad day, I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to pick up my stuff and drive and see you and hang out for a little bit. You know, we don't have what normal couples have. So we have to find ways around that. Have either one of y'all ever been like sneaky and showed up and surprised the other one? My dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I did. I did that last year. Um, was it like April? Is end of April. End of April. Yeah. Um, I had gotten off work at six o'clock in the morning. And I told her that I wasn't going to be able to come up that month. Um, I had stuff going on at work, couldn't get off. So she didn't think I was coming and she had her daughter at the time and they were supposed to have some big festival that weekend with the carnival. And she was like, man, it'd been awesome, you know, for us all to go to the carnival together. I was like, yeah, that, that would have been great. I wish I could. <clears throat> so, and the, you know, had it all planned out. I was going to drive up um, and surprise her. And, and that's what I ended up doing. So I, we keep our location, you know, we share our location with each other through text or whatever. Um, so, I, but she never checks my location. So I wasn't worried about trying to turn it off or worry about her checking my location. I was going to keep everything the same. I would usually get home around seven o'clock. I'd usually get in bed and go to sleep around eight, sleep for three or four hours. So as I'm driving, I'm texting her. I'm like, Hey, I'm about to go to bed for a little bit. You know, I'll text you when I wake up. So like one or two o'clock, I text her and hey, I'm up. And we're just texting throughout the day about our day. And then I think it was like five, six o'clock that evening, I pulled up in her driveway and I ended up going live um on TikTok. And uh just for the surprise, <laughs> I knock on the door. She opens the door and her daughter's standing there and her daughter's like, Gray, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> and she's like, What what? Why are you here? <laughs> it was awesome. It was good. Let me ask you something. Do y'all feel like because y'all met on TikTok and everybody's, there's so many people invested in y'all on TikTok that y'all have to share those moments with folks or do y'all just like sharing those moments with folks? I no, think we don't feel obligated at all. We choose to. Yeah. And, and it, you know, sometimes we get comments like we like when we're together, we'll try to make at least one video a day because yeah. we enjoy doing it, first of all. And we like sharing, you know, certain aspects of our relationship but well you know if we happen to go live like we went live last night and we hardly even go live together anymore um just because we don't care to so yeah we, we occasionally get people that are like get off of here and spend your time together like how about you stop telling me how we're gonna <laughs> spend? Like, we chose we chose to be on here we're not no. we are in no way shape or form obligated to be here so no. like, why don't you get out of my live and go do something productive yeah that's cool yeah, we don't we don't we don't let TikTok run our lives like a lot of creators or influencers yeah. or whatever you want to call them. Um, Assholes. You know, yeah, that's, what, that's usually go. that's usually what I call. Them. I don't like most of them. <laughs> that works. When also. when yeah. we're together, and and this has been this way since we first started dating. The first time she came down, 
when we're together, 90% of our time is spent together. 10% of our time is spent with TikTok. If that. If, if that. Yeah, I like it. I like y'all even more now. I'm big on that. <laughs> like, I, I have fussed at so many people. I feel like I'm 35, so I'm not like a, the old man. But I feel like I'm the old man when I'm talking to some people sometimes. Like, we'll go out and do stuff, and people just want to be on it. And luckily, like the the tight friend group that I got that I've met off of TikTok, most of them aren't like that. Most of them don't want to be on live. Like I always say, the people that spend their days on live kind of forget how to live. Like you, you got a whole life out there. And mm -hmm. I, I've met so many people that if if somebody's not watching you through your phone on a live or you're making a video, you don't know how to have fun. Or yeah. you don't know you don't know how to connect. And that's just the dumbest shit to me. I like the fact that I, I was not that I was scared of this with y'all. I just have never talked to y'all together at the same time. But <laughs> I've seen couples that if they're together, they have to be on this shit. Like they, they have to be doing something for social media. And it's like that's got to be so unhealthy for a relationship. Yeah, it, it's gotta be. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, we were we were on it, we were a lot more active on it together. Yeah. Um but over time, it it kind of ceased a little. Like we used to go live every night together for a couple hours. Uh, we'd make like multiple videos a day, and now neither of us even go live on our own anymore. <laughs> I think it's been like five months since I've been live by myself, like yeah. five or six months. Because I just, I, it's just, it's lost its appeal. Uh, we still we make videos because we want to, because we like to have those memories for ourselves, but also to share them. And we just. There are days that we're together sometimes and we're like, it's eight o'clock. We're like, oh, crap, we didn't make let's make a video real quick and then get back to what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> But it's you know, it doesn't run our lives like in the beginning. It, it was it's definitely dropped off, if you Spe will. Speaking of the beginning, how did y'all meet on TikTok in the first place? <laughs> um, So. When I joined TikTok, I joined late 2020. Yeah. And I, well, I, actually, I take that back. I joined during COVID, but I joined only to watch videos just for the entertainment factor. <clears throat> I had no intention ever on creating a, the first video. Um, I, now I was doing social media stuff with Snapchat and, and Facebook back then. And, um, and I had a lot of people because of my personality would come up to me and say, you need to start doing TikTok videos. So finally, I, you know, I dove into it and made the first couple of videos, whatever. And I was like, wow, this is fun. Um, it wasn't soon. Yeah, it wasn't soon after I started making videos when I saw her on my FYP. And I thought, like, I mean, obviously look at her. I was like, wow, this girl's gorgeous. <laughs> and uh, so I immediately followed her, you know, not just based on the looks, but because her videos, she was hilarious. Very funny. Uh, so I immediately followed her. And I followed her, you know, the whole time she ended up <clears throat> having a thing. And uh, I guess it was like February of 21 when she finally followed me back. And I remember when she followed me back, I was like over the moon. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, freaking, you know, Leah just followed me back. Holy shit. And uh, I did. I fangirled. <laughs> and uh, so I was, I was pretty, pretty pumped. And at that time, like, I was in a relationship at that time. So I wasn't looking at her in any kind of way other than like this large creator has followed me back. And I'm excited about that. Um, I guess it was like around August of 21. 
I started frequenting her lives a lot. Like she would be live every night and I was going into her lives every night and I was like making myself be seen. And I started to notice like subtle things from her. Like if she would notice me in there, I would know she, she smiled. It was a different kind of smile than other than her noticing other people. And um, so it just kind of built from there. And then I ended up, my relationship ended that I was in, in uh, early September of 21. And I had no intention on getting back into another relationship. None. I was like, you know what? This, I, I'm, I got drugged through the mud. just done with it. I was like, I'm going to be single. I'm not doing this again. I'm going to live my life for a little bit. And then she kind of popped into one of my lives one day and I was a guest in his like yeah. in the guest box thing. Okay. Somebody was like, Hey, you should bring Lee into the guest box. And so I bring her in. Somebody said something about her being beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, she's freaking gorgeous. Like, look at her. And uh, from there, we kind of hopped into each other's DMs, started messaging back and forth. And here we are. And all engaged in shit. Yeah. Now here we are. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, she, she gave me her number. This is a story that runs rampant on our lives. And, and don't make it 20 lives. minutes. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, we were, we were DMing. <laughs> no, when he tells the story, we actually had somebody time it once. When yeah, it he like told the minutes. story, it was like 20 minutes. I'm like, you are the definition of like short story long. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not long story short. He's short story long. Oh, that's good. But, uh, we were, we were DMing back and forth on Instagram and, uh, she was like, Hey, listen, I'm just going to give you my number. It'll be a lot easier, you know, just to text each other rather than open Instagram, do all this. All right, cool. So she sends me her number and I'm like, sweet. So I wait like an hour, you know, cause I didn't want to come off as desperate that I was desperate to get her number. So I wait like an hour and I text her. And at that time I was, we I had this funny pet name for her cause she loves cheese. So I called her cheesecake. And, uh, so I text this number and I said, Hey, cheesecake. And it shows delivered because it was an iPhone. <laughs> and for seven hours, I don't get a text message back. So I'm thinking, like, did I ruin this? Like, was <laughs> Did I come off too aggressive here by calling her cheesecake? So about seven, eight hours later, she messages me on Instagram. She says, listen, how are we going to keep these rumors about us being together going if I send you my number and you don't even text me? And I'm like, woman, I texted you like seven hours ago. I said, hey, cheesecake with a kissy emoji. And she's like, oh, my God, I sent you the wrong number. It was one digit off. I was one digit off. Oh, <laughs> so shit. Somebody, somebody <laughs> random somewhere in Michigan near me got a hey, cheesecake text. And to this day, we still don't know who it is. But it was a good uh, it was a good starting platform for the relationship <laughs> because you can only go up from there, I feel like. Hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, my luck, I would have never got like somebody messaging me back being like, why the fuck didn't you text me? Like, I, yeah. well, you know, well, that's the thing. I, I never double text. Like, I refuse. I don't either. I, just, I won't do it. So, I don't either. but that night I had, I had gone to the bar with a couple of my girlfriends and uh, I'd had a couple drinks and I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm writing him again. And it's a good <laughs> thing I did because <laughs> otherwise, who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, Wow. You know, this this is great. Good good start here. How do you stretch I'm that into head. a 20 minute long story though? 
he he can turn it into a 20 minute long story because he gets very detailed about his emotions and how exaggerate he, he exaggerated <laughs> drag out that seven hours and everything you felt in that seven hour span Exactly. I go through each hour and what was going through my head during each hour. But the funny part is I was up on Mackinac Island, which is like a touristy destination here. And I thought I was being ghosted as well. So I was doing the same thing he was. I got a text from I got a text finally and I got all excited and I look and it's like from Verizon saying your bill's been paid. And I almost threw my phone off the off the fucking cliff. Like I was so so we were both going through the same thing at the time and then it just ended up being a really funny story <laughs> yeah there's nothing worse when you're waiting on a text message or wanting a text message from somebody and a yeah. fucking automatic bill comes through on your phone and you're <laughs> yeah. so happy and you look down and it's like oh by the way you have lights this month why i don't need them let me just go live in a fucking dark right now yeah that, that was my feeling too because i got the same thing i got a text message from like one of those you know we want to check on your car's extended warranty or something like that. And I'm like, when the phone went off, I was all excited. This is it. This is the moment. Yes. <laughs> and I pick up my phone. I see this random number and it's not her number. And I'm like, well, hell. So I throw my phone, you know, and I'm like, well, shit, if I break my phone, then I can't text her. He was just a mess. The whole I was. Day. I was in my head the entire day. <laughs> Have y'all found that social media has caused any problems between y'all with both of y'all being so active on it? Um, There have been a few issues in like in not in a long time but in the beginning um like he you know he would post content in his uniform and stuff and he would get a lot of you know thirsty comments and stuff like that which obviously he can't control who comments what but um it got it got to the point where I would let him know like you know I don't care to see those like it bothers me and so he kind of cut back on any type of content that could bring that sort of comment you know what i mean so now he sticks to more like funny relationship type stuff as opposed to you know it, it, women love a man in uniform right so of course yeah. that's gonna bring them that type of thing um but other than that it wasn't that i was like posting thirsty stuff it and, was just yeah, the it fact that i was in uniform yeah so he would get a lot of thirst you know thirsty comments and so you know we just had a conversation about it and it's been it's been fine ever since and now i it's very rare that it happens I never get thirsty comments. I have all women in my comments being like, I'm straight. I swear I'm straight. So he doesn't ever have to deal with thirsty men because I just don't, no, I just don't I, get I have to deal with thirsty women instead. <laughs> He's got to deal with I, women. Am I, want straight? Yeah. Am, I, am I like, okay, I thought I was married. Like, so I'm like, okay, maybe I can just, this is that. But some, I've told her, I was like, sometimes I wish, you know, there were thirsty guys just so I could experience it too. On the other hand, but, but, but you know, I, I'm sure they're out there uh men are just weird about their comments anyway like they're either none of them's like okay this is a good comment it's always like this is way over the it's like way over the top like you're a sicko right like they don't even right. women have a way of like saying some slick shit on people's yes. stuff that it's like all right i'm gonna go look at this bitch's profile now it's never that <laughs> it's never that way with men it, it's always right. like i say like the same two or three things to every woman that I'm friends with on social media that's single. I'll either put like mommy, the hard eyes or like the fire emoji. I don't ever yeah. put anything else. Like it's never <laughs> anything else. Cause I don't ever want to yeah. be, I know I'm probably creepy enough. I don't need like any more creepness thrown at me. You know, my, my main thing that I would get was like, Oh my God, you can arrest me anytime. Or he has cuffs. You can put cuffs on me. Yada, yada. You know, things <laughs> like that. And me personally, like, I'm a Southern dude. Like I don't thirsty comments do not 
that's not what gets my motor running. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not out there. Like thirsty comments are not something that even when I was single, it's, it's not something that I'm like, it's a turn off. that I thrive on. It's I don't, yeah. I don't well, want a woman throwing herself at me. Well, you know how to treat those women. Like, I, like, I know like you're not supposed to like say this person's easy by a comment or whatever, but if you leave one of those comments, I'm automatically thinking you're easy. And that's just not attractive to me. No, I feel the same exact way. Yeah. It's just it's just classless yeah. to me. Yeah, there's, that a, I, there's a classy way to say that you think someone is a good looking yeah. individual, and yeah. it, it's just it it's just icky. I don't like it. It's icky. Yeah, yeah it's not, I'm the same. It's not that I wouldn't have drinks and a good time with them. It's just I'm probably not going to take you home to mama. Right? Well, no, you're, yeah, yeah. You're definitely not the one that I'm going to bring home to my parents. Absolutely not. Speaking of parents. What do what do like y'all's families think about like the long distance thing? Like, are they all like in on on this? They they are now. Uh, in the beginning, they both they weren't like against it at, ever. They were just they had a lot of questions skeptical. because they were skeptical because you know they're they're it's a generational thing you know but you know back in their day that's that's not a standard thing but nowadays you know we would we would have conversations with them and you know talk to them about like look at military spouses look at truckers' wives. Some truckers' wives only see their husbands one weekend a month, and then they're on the road for three months. You know, like it, it's it's very. And we actually did some googling because I'm a numbers person. There are actually like 11 million long distance marriages in the U.S. right now. It is so much more common than people think. So once we kind of started having those convos with them, and they see how often we see each other, and how happy, and how we're making it work, they're 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 all fully supportive now. I yeah. think. How much of an overthinker of you that you had to look up the numbers to see how many long distance relationships there were? How much of an overthinker am I? Like on a scale of one to ten, probably like thirty-seven. Yeah, okay, figures. I've never yeah. heard anybody look up relationship statistics like that before. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Leah. I do, I do things like that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. But what were you? What were you saying, Gray? Yeah, my my parents were uh, not so much my mom. But my dad was really skeptical. My dad's old school, very yeah. old school. Um, <clears throat> and he's set in his ways. So he was pretty skeptical. When my mom found out that I was dating somebody else or talking to somebody else, my dad's like, he, he said something to the effect of like, oh, you're talking to somebody now? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, and she's not from around here. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, she's from like a different state. <laughs> he's like, where? And I was like, Michigan. He's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> And I think my dad really started to come around to the long distance thing. Uh, once he started seeing how often she was coming here and, and the effort that she was putting forth, because she was putting forth the same amount of effort that I was putting forth. Whereas, you know, in a previous relationship, it was not that way. And, and that was a big thing for my parents is the fact that she's putting forth all this effort to see me just as much as I'm putting effort forth to see her. Um, and then once my parents got to meet her for the first time, you know, that really set in. And my dad went through this whole shindig of like he my dad is the furthest thing from like a farmer or a hunter or anything. Like he's a redneck, don't get me wrong, country <laughs> boy. But like he was we went to meet him and he had a a big wad of something in his mouth. And I'm like, he doesn't chew tobacco or dip. Like, what the hell is in his mouth? And he had a, like a box of raisins in his mouth. He's spitting uh -huh. in a little and he's talking about chickens and rabbits and coyotes getting chickens. And 
I'm like, we don't have chickens. Like, what the hell are we talking about? He staged this whole because I'm 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 a Yankee, right? I'm from the north, so he uh... wanted to look real. He wanted to look real southern for me, so he's got his freaking jean bib overalls, raisins in his cheek, and he's got a can he's spitting into, and he's just talking with like such a thick twang that I can barely even understand him. Hell, I couldn't understand him. And, it, and oh my god. Dad. And I guess his mom on the porch around the corner just dying laughing because, you know, he's putting on this whole staged show for me and he's never done anything of the sort when he met a girlfriend or whatever in the past. So and he's apparently I apparently I did all right as far as like how I reacted to him. I just after and then after we got inside, he, he stayed in character after we got inside and I found out about it. He stayed in character for a while and I was just playing along with him. It was it was hilarious. That's good. That's good. I like that a lot. Well, so, so where are you from, Greg? I didn't know I'm you in were. Tennessee. You're in I'm Tennessee? in Tennessee. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, bet- I'm between Memphis and Nashville. Okay, I got a lot of family. I think Jamestown is close to there. Jamestown sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where my grandparents are from up there. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, my dad would have done that. Uh, my dad would have just offered you a fucking beer and talk shit. Oh, and then um, he offered me moonshine. Though. Yeah, my dad That's makes it. my uncle made her own moonshine, and it was and, it was awful. It tasted so. like acetone. <laughs> yeah, I can't drink the shit. Uh, uh-huh. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. If I got a lot of buddies that swear by it, give, give me no. some whiskey. If I if I'm drinking moonshine, I, it's because I'm trying to drink to forget. And I don't it was, know. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't want to touch that shit. I don't want to feel like dying for two days. Yeah, he uh, gave her he gave her straight white lightning too. Oh god. Have uh have like all, all your friends like because I know both of y'all have made some close friends off of TikTok and social media. Like mm-hmm. have they been like real supportive of all this throughout the process? Like of, from start to getting engaged and everything? Yeah, yeah. Have we our support system is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I don't my my best friend who uh, we've been best friends since hell second grade and he, you know, when he found out I was dating a girl from Michigan, he was like, of course, he had questions like everybody else has questions. Like, how's how's that going to work? You know, especially if y'all get serious and get married, like, what? How, how's this going to work? And uh, and I just explained to him, you know, the way we explained to everybody, like, it's going to work because we're going to make it work. Like, yeah. it's worked so far and, you know, we've got a system down and we're going to continue that system. And you know, he, my best friend is happy for me. Just the fact that I'm happy. He, he just enjoys seeing, seeing me happy. So as long as I'm happy, he's good. I don't really like the people that get wrapped up in the future. Like I, I, I I had somebody recently that we were kind of going back and forth on this little argument or whatever. They were so worried about how shit was going to play out in a year or so that they just kind of forget to enjoy today. And it's yeah, like if you build up enough trust, enough love, and whatever, you'll make it the fuck work. You'll do what you got to <laughs> do. You'll make sacrifices. You'll make yeah. it w- work to be happy. I, I like that y'all were like that. I'm glad that y'all didn't overthink it. Y'all just let yourselves be in love and kind of say, we'll figure it out when it gets time to figure it out. Yeah, and, and we've got plenty of time to do that because we are going to be doing this until our kids graduate. And our youngest well, my daughter is eight and his daughter is also eight. So we're going to be doing this for quite some time. And we've actually, a lot of people in our comment, if like I've made a couple videos where I've addressed questions like that, because somebody was asking, well, what are you going to do? Because neither of us are going to move away from our children ever yeah. uh, until they're old enough, 18 and out of the house. So um, I had made a video addressing that. And there were so many people in the comments talking about how 
you know, my aunt and uncle did long distance for 26 years, or we did this, we did this for 15 years for the same reason, because of, because of our kids or because of a job. And like, so it is, it's, I, we love hearing stories like that because you don't hear about it that often. Right. So when people finally pipe up and say, Oh, you know, we did this for 20 years, it's because of our kids. It's totally doable if you make it work. So let me ask you the thing. We, we don't, we don't, well, like you were saying, we don't dwell on the future. We don't talk about, you know what I mean? We're not yeah. focused on. Because we got plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. We're just like, let's day by day and just do what we do. That's what you're supposed to do, in my opinion. Like, I, I like yeah. that approach to it so much better than overthinking about what could happen. Just enjoy what is happening right now. Oh, right. absolutely. Uh, let yeah. me ask you, though, this play devil's advocate a little bit. What mm -hmm. if, because uh, I, I don't know how old your oldest kids are, but like mine's 11. So like Gracie 11. Is, is is 11. She's already not interested in anything that I do anymore unless I'm spending money on her because she's an <laughs> asshole. Uh, but, but when she gets about 15 or 16, somewhere in there, I know that I've got to allow her to live her life and go yeah. on or whatever. If your kids ever came to you, your youngest came to you and was like, hey, look, I want you to be happy. I want you to move. Would you still wait till they got out of high school or would you allow yourselves to – to to do that i i don't know because uh like I'm, i'll tell you a story about me personally when i was in 11th and 12th grade uh my mom moved to a different state for just a couple of years and um granted like yeah i had my own life at the time i didn't need my parents as much as you know when i was younger which is i i just i don't know it was hard I don't know if I. I think for me, I my kids are so involved in like sports. That too, you miss things. a lot of stuff, you know. If and I'm so involved with them, like I want to coach my son and everything he does, and my daughter, she's big into cheer, um, and I want to be as involved as I can. And if I move away, I can't be that that involved parent. So I think right. I think for me personally, until they are graduated from high school and all that is done. That, you know, then I can focus on my wants and my needs. You know, I think while your children are young, even before they go off to college, you, you just focus on their their wants and needs. That's just my personal belief. Yeah, I think it would be different if like, you know, if, you know, let's say my kid ends up she doesn't do anything extracurricular. All she does is just goes and hangs with her friends, like gets a job or whatever. If she if there's nothing like cheer or something that I would have to be present for then maybe, but probably not. I don't think I could do it. I don't think yeah. I can do it. Yeah. See, like I've had this theory for like the longest time and it just kind of comes into play with y'all. It's not kind of about this situation, but like eventually everybody, we did it to our parents, our parents did it to their parents, their parents did it to their parents, so on and so forth. Our kids would do it to us. You eventually have to find your own happiness. Like you got to, you have to do what makes you happy, regardless of the rest of the world thinks. And at some point in time, we turned our backs on our parents and found our own happiness. Our kids are right. going to do the same thing. In y'all's case, because you can tell obviously how much you care about each other, and just like it's a real thing between y'all. Like I just, to me, I would just have it in the back of my head well, my kid is eventually going to be put in this situation. Like they're going to, they're going to have to choose their happiness over making me as a parent happy. So I ought to be thinking about my happiness right now. 
And it's not that I would leave Gracie because I, I wouldn't, I'd be just like y'all or whatever, but that would be in the back of my head is that I'm allowed to make myself happy. And right. so like, I wouldn't even put a time. If I, if I was in y'all shoes, I don't think I'd put a timeline on it at 18. I would think I would just say when the time is right, it might be when they're 21. It might be when they're 13, just when the time right. is right. I get why you, well, I get why you would set the date of 18. Or while yeah. graduating high school makes perfect sense. Cause I've said it time and time again, that when Gracie turns 18, I'm going to move to Nashville to further my career, but that's seven more years. A lot of mm -hmm. shit could happen in seven years. A lot of opportunities, a lot of memories that I couldn't make are going to be lost. If I didn't go ahead and do it. So right, like, right. Just, just playing the devil's advocate in y'all situation, you know, I would say just when the time was right, if it was me, but obviously it's not me. Right. Yeah. We're just, I mean, and, and you know, we're just setting like a soft goal for yeah. that's what we're for. But again, you never know. You don't what know what happen. the future holds. I right. Mean, I mean, know. God forbid something happened to the other parent, the other yeah. parent, which would allow us to move. But like, I've never would ever want something no. like that to happen. So, yeah. and because both, you know, their mom and my daughter's dad are both very, were very active. In you know, like he's not, he's present. So yeah. as long as he's present, I'll be there too, you know? And that, that's the same with and my ex-wife. Same with ex-wife, yeah. She's very, she has custody of the children, um, which, I mean, she lets me see them anytime I want, really, anyways. But uh, she's very present in their lives. And I would never, you know, I would never wish anything bad to happen to her. And heaven forbid anything did bad, you know, did happen to her. Um, if that were the case, then yeah, I, I probably, it'd be easier for me to move at that point. Right. We well, are nicer than me. Cause I know some people I'd like to throw down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Gracie's mom, but I know, I know some that have <clears throat> really made some other people's situations bad. I throw them bitches down the stairs in a heartbeat and guys too, cause they're pieces <laughs> of shit. I, I, de I definitely would not be nice about the situation. Um, <laughs> I love y'all's outlook on it though. It's it's really, really sweet. And you can tell that it's genuine. Uh, I've had people on this show and I kind of quit doing like the couples thing. Uh, when I first started, I had a couple different ones on and uh, I just felt like some of them were full of shit or they were in it for the wrong reasons. It was somebody trying to grow their platform regardless that's of what it, what it is. A lot of shit. And I hate that shit. Like, you can he's using me for clout. That's all. He's using me for clout. It's fine. That was that was the initial thought, <laughs> you know, when, when her and I first got together, because when her and I first got together, I was a smaller account. And I was significantly smaller than her. <clears throat> and people were jumping the gun and, oh, he's just with her for the, for the clout. And he's just with her for the popularity and the, the quote-unquote fame that he's getting. I'm like no that is i can give two shits less like if tiktok goes away tomorrow like i'm gonna be okay i, I don't rely on tiktok you know what i mean yeah. like i do tiktok because it's fun it's entertaining and that's that i don't do it because it's my job i do it because i want to so if it goes away tomorrow like i'm not gonna end my relationship with this woman <laughs> oh you know what tiktok's gone so i don't need you anymore <laughs> see ya that's the way Adios. it should be that's, that's the way the streets, you know? <laughs> so, so tell me so tell me about the proposal because uh it looked really sweet i ain't gonna lie to you because i've met y'all i met y'all in nashville what yeah it wasn't last year it was in 21 was it the 20, mixer it was yeah. Yeah, that stupid fucking thing yeah <laughs> I, I will i'll never do anything like that again in my life 
Josh, I don't remember meeting you. Yes, I, honey. Gosh, bless it. I listen. We so, met him. This is what I was I, thinking. Don't worry, Leah. I had to think about this too, because I, it was iffy. But I think I met y'all while we were all there, right? Because I think we, that's how okay. we exchanged numbers. All right, we we, we exchanged social media. We met at. Was it at the Airbnb? Airbnb. We were in the other Airbnb though, with okay. everybody else, and Josh was there. And I remember Josh coming up to you and like, you know, y'all introducing each other. And Josh is like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I've been wanting to have you on my podcast. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I remember that now. Okay. Yes. And does. I'm just standing back because I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> I met yeah. so many people and yeah. I, I keep like that. He's like, yeah, we met them in Nashville. I'm like, we did. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I it, was, it was a brief meeting. It wasn't yeah, like, it wasn't long. Know, it was not long. Very brief. Yeah. But that's why uh, I was having trouble remembering because I thought I did. Cause I remember people telling me about you because like your account wouldn't be like the normal account that I would look at because it's wholesome. Like you're a good person. <laughs> so like, your, your content isn't really what is on my for you page most of the time. But I remember somebody telling me about y'all and I was like, okay, I definitely would like to talk to this person. And, uh, and meet them and everything. And they told me a little bit more. I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, but I thought we briefly met in Nashville. But I, but I could yes. not for the life of me remember if that actually happened or not. So I'm glad it, I'm glad you remember. I, yeah, it did. I remember that. Um, but no, and it you know, it's crazy. It's like the mixer. That was, we'd only been together a month at that time. Yeah. Not even. We were still brand new. Yeah, okay. we were very, very new. Um, and so that was like, and I think that was the second time she had even come to see me yeah. and I picked her up from the airport and we drove straight to Nashville from there. Um, so yeah, we were very new at that point, but you asked the question about the proposal and the engagement. Um, this yeah, is that's sweet. <laughs> so I obviously knew that I wanted to propose to her and I wanted to ask her. Um, I knew that from a very short period into the relationship. Like I, I, I knew, pretty early on in the relationship that she was different than any girl that I'd ever been with. And, you know, there was something about her and I, you know, you get that feeling. And, um, we were going on our cruise in September and we were going with my family. So my parents were there, my uncle, my aunt and my cousin. And, um, of course they had all met her before this. And I remember I bought the ring like maybe three weeks to a month before the cruise and I'd searched and searched and searched for what I thought was the perfect ring. And, you know, I found the ring that I thought was perfect would fit her finger the best and it would be just perfect for her. I got it. And I remember asking or telling my parents, like, I think it was probably about three weeks before the cruise, right after I bought the ring. It's like, so I need to tell y'all something. <laughs> my mom's like, what? And I was like, I'm going to ask Leah to marry me on the cruise. And she was like, Oh, you know, she was excited. She was like, Oh, okay. She's like, well, let's start planning this now. How are we, how are we going to do this? But like, can you message the cruise director on Facebook or something? Like can we figure this? You know, my mom's all in. So then we go and we sit down and I'm going to tell my dad, which is a whole, you know, for me, it was going to be a whole different story. Cause I didn't know how he was going to take it. And uh, so I tell my dad, I was like, well, I was like, I'm going to ask Leah to marry me on the cruise. And he was like, damn it. I fucking knew it, son. And uh, 
He's like, I told, I told your mom, like, I bet he's going to ask her to marry him. And he's like, I knew it. So they were very supportive of it. So the whole, you know, before the cruise happens, my mom and I are trying to plan this all out and trying to figure out exactly how I want to do it, when I'm going to do it or whatever. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise before. I haven't. I'm but, poor. <laughs> well, cruises are very, like, they're, they're not. They're not that expensive. No. I know, really. I know. I'm just, I, I'm weird. Right I'm scared of deep water and I'm scared of heights. I stay on ground. <laughs> okay. Fair. 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 Um, so on usually on the second night of the cruise, they have what's called the captain's dinner. It's the formal night. You get all dressed up and fancy. And, you know, some people go way out for it. And some people like my parents who've been on like 20 cruises don't, you know, um, but for this being her first cruise, she wanted to be fancy and, and go out. And so I'm extra. like, all right, cool. I went and bought me some dress slacks, bought me a dress shirt, got me a nice blazer, you know, going to get all fancy and fixed up. So I knew that I wanted to do it on the formal night just for the fact that we were going to be all dressed up and fancy. I just didn't know how or when. The first night we were on the cruise, there was this guy playing acoustic guitar and singing. And he was like doing his own thing with, you know, various songs. And we sat and listened to him that first night, probably 30 minutes. And I'm thinking, man, this guy is really good. So the next day came around and I had the ring on me and I was nervous as shit trying to figure out when I wanted to do it. And I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to ask that guy to play a song and, and like take her to dance and go about that way. And, uh, so I did, we went over there and we're sitting, we'd gotten some drinks. She had to go to the bathroom while she was at the bathroom. Perfect opportunity. I get up, go talk to the dude. I'm like, Hey, I'm trying to ask my girlfriend to marry me tonight. And I want you to be a part of it. He's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you got for me? So he starts rattling off songs and, um, he comes up with, have I ever told you I love you? Have I told you? Have lately? I told you lately? I love you. And, uh, I was like, perfect. Yes. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to play a song and then I'll play that one. I was like, great. So he starts to play it. I take her. She has no idea. I take her and I'm like, hey, let's go dance. Because that's that's, that's pretty know, standard. Pretty standard. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, let's go dance. And as we're dancing, you know, we're sitting there and my mom, I'd given her my phone. She's filming with my phone. And uh, the chorus starts to happen and I push away from her. And she's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? And I hit the knee and start to pull the ring out. And she immediately, like, I started walking me. away. I try, I tend to like, like yeet myself when, when I'm shocked or surprised. So my initial reaction was to turn and start walking the other way. Because <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. Tears. She immediately started crying. I was crying. Hell, I don't. She was like, I don't remember you asking me. And I was like, no, I did. And you said you just yeah. Uh -huh. I couldn't hear. It was loud. Everybody was cheering in the upper balcony and the bar behind us. It was awesome. His dad started crying. It was great. Uncle was crying. It was great. That's so fucking adorable. You had no. <laughs> you had no idea he was gonna ask you. Um, I the, not that day specifically. I had maybe a, a feeling that it would maybe happen sometime on the cruise because it's a perfect setting. But I didn't know when or how or where or you know so. I was still surprised. And so many people like in our comments leading up to the cruise, because everybody was like, when are you going to ask this woman to marry? And she was making videos too, like joke, joking, joking about yeah. wanting to be, you know, yeah. and uh, so everybody was commenting like, when are you going to, when are you going to lock this down? When are you going to ask this woman to marry you? And I'd had this plan 
And the whole day, like I said, the whole day, that day, like even though I knew she was going to say yes, I was nervous as shit. I was, I was scared shitless all day, you know. And my mom had the ring. Like my parents had the ring in their room. And because I didn't want to risk her finding it somewhere in ours. So I remember I had to go iron my clothes for the night. And uh, and after I ironed, I went and picked up the um, the ring from my parents' room. And I had it on me that entire night. And I'm just sitting there. Like my uncle, even my uncle was like, I could tell something was going to happen because he was nervous as shit. Couldn't sit still. He was fidgety. I was like, oh, yeah. I, like, did not, I, I did not notice at all. <laughs> Not yeah. notice at all. That's adorable. There's no Thanks. way. I, there's no way I could do it in front of a room full of people. No, and I, I, that's, I, I couldn't. Too. I, I, a, I wouldn't want to. I didn't need a big grand gesture, but that so that was perfect because it wasn't like there weren't like hundreds of people no, around. No, no. It was a real people small. It was a yeah. little a small bar kind of on a part of the ship. So people walking by, and there were probably fifteen or twenty people sitting up top, maybe. So you know, I didn't want this big elaborate. I told them that we it could be a Tuesday night. I have unwashed I, hair and pajamas on, you know, and I would have been just as happy. So I love the way that y'all did it because it's fitting to y'all. I, I I really yeah. love I really love that. Like I I would have social anxiety of the ass if I tried to do it that way. Like I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I could do like a big grand gesture or or anything anyway. But like my social anxiety would just be like if she runs off, if she says no. If whatever, if if I slip and fall, if I fuck this up, yeah, like it's over with. Like I'm gonna just go jump off the ship right now. <laughs> That's like I, I would. There's no there's no rebounding from that for me. Like I, I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely going to sink. Yeah, I didn't want to do like we. There was another couple that got engaged at I think it was the. I think it was the Family Feud show. Yeah, we like the, the show on stage. And they stuff. had the Family Feud show, and of course, it was packed. Thou, you know, probably a thousand people in this ar arena or whatever you want to call it uh, to watch the show. And the cruise director starts going off about somebody being there and he'd had a dream and he was like, oh, wait, is somebody here? Ends up the guy had talked to the cruise director prior, got him in on it and asked his girl to marry him right there in front of a thousand people. Yeah, that was to me. I was like, and it was so quick, too. It was yeah. just like, all right, now let's get to the show. And yeah. whereas like to me, I was kind of like. I don't know that. I mean, I would have been happy with it. Yes. But I don't know that I would prefer something like that. I don't know. It just didn't seem very intimate. You know, it didn't yeah. seem. So that's the word. I was like yeah. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Y'all's was intimate enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it was still, it was still like y'all's moment. I'm all, I, and a couple strangers in the balcony, you know? Yeah. I'm all about, especially like if I meet somebody off of social media or something like that, I don't like really sharing it because it feels like I already have to share so much with the rest of the, the world or the listeners of this show and everything else. Like I want what's mine to be mine. It's not that I'm hiding anybody is that I, I want, I want it to be that little piece of privacy for me. That little piece of my peace is kind of what mm -hmm. I, I, I say. Uh, there's no, yeah. I had to do a, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Trey Lewis, the dick down in Dallas guy. Um, yeah. anyway, we're, we're close. And he's doing this thing now where he's got a new song coming out called um, It Was Always You. And he's getting clips at his concerts of his buddies getting up on stage and fake proposing and or just whatever. So, like, at one of his shows recently, it was my turn to do, like, this, this fake proposal to this uh, girl that we had worked the thing out with or whatever to where she so was. So that going, was fake. Yeah. Well, that I'm, video I saw was fake. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. 
Yeah, I am single as shit. I am single as shit. Yeah. I was like, when I talked to Josh last time, he was like, I don't want a relationship. relationship. Well, it's not, it's not that I don't want a relationship. It's I've never been married. I'm 35. And what I see a relationship is kind of like what y'all got. Like, yeah. I, I want that shit. I don't casually date. Now, I right. casually do a lot of other shit with women, <laughs> but I will not casually date. Like, I don't see the need in it. I've always liked the term that I got told at a young age that if you can't see yourself marrying that person, why date them? Like, you're kind exactly. of just, you're kind of just blocking each other's blessings and shit. Like, if it doesn't yeah. make sense, you can be you can be so attracted to somebody, and it could be great sex, it could be great everything. But if you don't see yourself marrying that person, why even what, lead them on or lead yourself on, you know? Exactly. Um, but I had to do that fake proposal. And I realized right then in front of all those people, I would never want to do it that way because, yeah. <laughs> it, because it was like their moment. It wasn't, yeah. even though it was fake as shit, it wasn't my moment. Everybody yeah. else was happier than... I guess I would have been happy if it was real, but it's like, I don't want to share <laughs> this moment with all these fucking people. Like right, if this, yeah. this was real, this would be a letdown to me. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm doing the woman that I'm with justice. If I'm just up there and I'm showcasing her around, like I, I should be, I should come up with something different, something that like with your family being there, that was probably huge for y'all. Like that, yes. that, that's cool. That's way better than than something else i don't i don't really like the grand gestures either but i like i like the i kind of like how y'all did it that that's more my speed but yeah fuck that not no i'm not parading that not the first moment of me asking somebody to marry them and us spending the rest of our lives together i don't right. want it to be in front of a thousand people with flight lights flashing and being everybody else's shit they get to share on social media or whatever i don't care if there's a picture taken like i want that to be my moment yeah. yeah, and I I think for us, for our our engagement, our proposal at the time, you know, nobody knew beforehand it was going to happen except for my family or actually my parents. My uncle and aunt didn't even know it was going to happen. Um, my parents the only one that knew, but like everybody else sitting around at the bar and the people walking by, they didn't know it was going to happen. It was just kind of a surprise to all of them. And then once the first person saw it happening and they start cheering, it becomes a snowball effect, and everybody starts cheering. You know, so that made it kind of fun, but it wasn't, I didn't want to do it in front of the whole ship, you right. know, yeah, at, a, at a big show or something. I, I wanted to just kind of make it an intimate moment between us with the family there. And then if, if other people, dude yeah, playing guitar, you know, other like, people got to see it, they got to see it. What, uh, so do y'all have a date set or do y'all just playing that by ear? We have not even started talking about it or anything, because like I said, we've got plenty, there's no rush, yeah. you know, I, and now do I want to start trying on dresses because it's fun yes <laughs> but do i think what we're gonna do what we decided is um because we've both already been married once so um we'll probably either do just like a little courthouse thing and then a big bash after or maybe like a really really small ceremony with just family okay. and then a big there will be a bash regardless but as far as the, the ceremony itself it may just be very maybe just elope or something and then worry about the party after because it that's why people go to weddings anyway. They don't go for the ceremony. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. So. I want I want the intimate little wedding just with my close friends. Mm -hmm. I want that to be cute. But after that, fucking balling. That's yeah. what we want. We're focused more on that. Yeah. But again, we have no idea if it'll be here or in Michigan or somewhere in between or yeah. a completely other state. Like we haven't even started to talk about it. Yeah. We her her niece got married last summer and we went to the wedding 
And the ceremony lasted a whole five minutes. And then they were like, all right, let's big, go party. Big I'm like, party. I was like, this is, this is, that's it. That's the ceremony <laughs> right there. Yeah. Get yeah, up I, there, say I do, give your kiss and walk let's and go. let's go party. Yep. That's fucking awesome. Well, uh, guys, real quick, I want y'all to drop your social media handles. And then I want you two to go celebrate and have good time together. Rest of your Saturday. <laughs> I got y'all's love story. I'm going to go play in traffic when we get done with this. Uh, <laughs> I told you. I told I'm going to go play in traffic because I'm even more miserable now. I'm probably going to get really shit-faced and listen to Morgan Wallen's new album. And uh, and then I'm going to waller in tears and pity the rest of the day because of you two. I really should have done this on any day but Sunday. I mean, Saturday. You know, at least there's bars open tonight because that's the only help I got right now. Listen, I told her. I told her before we started this. I said, I guarantee you, he's gonna be like, God damn it, they make me sick. <laughs> y'all do. Y'all fucking do. I had to spend. I don't know if y'all know who she is, but Damaris, uh, it's that stepmom life on uh TikTok. Yes. Uh, okay. Me and her and her husband are super close. They just spent the weekend with me last weekend, and uh, I got to see just how two people just really, really love each other. And we're we're together a lot, but. This was the first time we had been together outside of Nashville, and they came down here to my studio and in my little town in Georgia, and they're just fucking adorable. They're just <laughs> adorable. And then I'm watching y'all, and y'all are adorable. And it's just like, fuck this. <laughs> like, I hate you all. Like, I wish y'all the absolute best, but fuck But you. I hate you. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know what puppy I kicked as a kid or whatever I've done so bad in my life, but uh, it's going to have to, I might either have to chill out on the horn or something. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to chill out with something because this is oh, just adorable. It's the cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, so my social media handles, TikTok is Leah for real six. Uh, Instagram is also Leah for real six. And I just recently started posting reels on Facebook um and uh over there you'll find me under leah lorraine which is my middle name you should have done that as leah for real six it won't let me change it i've tried okay so those are those are mine um so on tiktok you can find me at tiktok underscore peacock um on instagram it's the underscore tiktok underscore peacock because there was already a tiktok peacock under that it's weird um and then on facebook i also post reels and everything over there and it's just gray scott g-r-a-y scott well just so you know too if i didn't say earlier i'm dyslexic i'm sorry i got your name wrong right off the bat but at least it's at least it's not fucking matt and i was that far off yeah yeah, that's that that's i don't know where i got i don't know where i got the matt shit from but anyway it makes you feel better though gary was my granddad's name so it's all good they just took the letters and reversed them yeah there you go pretty much it happens all the time more (laughs) than you think well cool well y'all enjoy your saturday i appreciate y'all hanging out for a little bit and i'm just happy for y'all i'm happy when i see genuinely good people find happiness and uh, even though you make me sick to my stomach uh i do wish you the best and i'm glad that y'all found your person and i'm glad the way y'all look at it day by day and you're not overthinking about it worried about the future and you're just enjoying your time together that's really fucking cool and special well thank you we appreciate it man You're welcome. Well, y'all have a great day. And if you're listening to the show, I hope you have a great day too. I will see y'all later.